welcome to the I Am A Healthist podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Amy. And today we're looking at the um, children's mental health green paper. We are, that's yes. out at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, so I went to the um, 1001 Critical Days all-party parliamentary group, which is a group that meets in Parliament, and people might have heard of the 1001 Critical Days um, manifesto. Um, so essentially it's a group of politicians um, and clinicians, professionals, yeah. people who work in relevant industries, and they're all work together to try to improve provision in the nationally um for yeah children and families and particularly focusing on the first thousand and one days so the antenatal to two year period yes. um yeah and at this APPG it, we were talking about the new green paper which has just come out so this is a, a paper produced by the government which sets out their proposals for um children and adolescents mental health um, so that's what we were looking at. And it's currently out for consultation. I see. And so, I mean, I've heard on Twitter and things and on Facebook a bit of a buzz around this. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, part that's obviously why we're, we're talking about it today. Can you explain a bit about what the, the buzz is and why it's quite important that um, it seems to be a lot of people encouraging us to, to write in and yes. to respond to this? Yeah, exactly. So what it is is when you when the government produce a green paper, they put it out for consultation. So that's basically a window of an op- a window of opportunity for professionals to get involved, feedback, read it, see what they think, give the government their views, um, and then really that's how policy changes and that's how changes are, are made. Um, and this particular green paper is of particular interest, I think, for health visitors and early years professionals of all kinds, really, um, because although it is an excellent paper in many ways, in the sense that it, it yeah. does set out some really important positive changes that are going to take place for children and adolescents mental health for the older child and adolescent um, which I'll briefly just mention what they are just so that people have some idea of of what the paper does say Um, but I would say it's been quite controversial in the fact that it doesn't really mention well it doesn't at all really mention infants or young families um the antenatal period um early childhood sort of pre five years um so so all the evidence all all the evidence that has come out about early intervention and like what we we spoke about after cphva conference the aces yes none of that has really been acknowledged well no i mean to be honest with you the 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 green paper itself is about 54 pages so i'm not suggesting for one minute that any health visitor out there has got the time to sit and read all of that that's why we're here to tell you what it says um, yes. <laughs> and you know it it talks about what they're going to do and it, it talks about three key priorities and what they're going to try and change. Um, okay. And one of those is waiting times, which I think is really welcome, you know, to everybody yes. listening. Yeah. Because we know that waiting times is is really the issue <laughs> um, yes. with these services. Um, and it's what it's saying it's going to aim at is around a four-week waiting period from initial referral. Okay. Um which would be a vast improvement. I mean, there's lots of people saying yes. that doesn't go far enough, but, 
you know, mm. having said that, there's lots of services around the country where we're waiting months and months for um, children yeah. to be referred into CAMS or um, and waiting, waiting for that intervention. Yes. So I think that is a welcome change. Um, yeah. And then they're also going to fund um, a designated senior lead for mental health in every um, school and college around the country. Okay. Um, and that will be with so... training and things like that. I'm guessing that would almost be similar to how every school has a lead on safeguarding. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, and then the third thing that they're laying out, their their core proposals, if you like, the third one is uh, new mental health support teams. So that's talking right. about providing extra capacity um, for sort of low to mild to moderate mental health issues um, in yeah. children and young people. And they would be working between the NHS and um, schools and education um, to try and identify and provide intervention. So I guess that's... the the, the aim of that is to try and reduce waiting times for the ch- for the things that could be managed um, at an early stage and, and yeah. try and put that intervention into place rather than having to wait um, yeah. uh, and, and perhaps, perhaps not have their referral accepted by the more specialist services. Um, yes. So, so those the, three things points... are pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, they sound amazing. They sound like things that I would really want to see. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that we want any of that taken away. Absolutely. It's just that actually without considering the early intervention, without considering the important parts that need to be in place for the 0-5-year-olds, for supporting those parents, for using all that evidence on early intervention, Yeah, yeah. um, there's a big gaping hole (laughs) yeah yeah and I mean so what I would say is they have a section um when you in the in section four it's point a hundred and um just looking is this actually on the green paper you're talking about yeah if you actually go to because you can google the mental the children and adolescents mental health green paper and it will come up um, oh, let me try that now and show how easy it is in a live demonstration. <laughs> and... Yeah, it really is really easy to find. Um, and it's got a section called Families, and that goes from a hun- point 118, um, which is on page 31, um, down to point 124. So that's less than a page, really. Yeah, um, okay, and just to show how easy it is... I did not even, I yeah, I didn't even spell it properly. I did my normal thing on Google and <laughs> when using an iPad or something of just approximating the words. And, yeah, it's up. Um, and I'm scrolling through. Fantastic. So, yeah, so there's a section on families and that's really the only place in the whole green paper where it talks about parents it talks about the family home a little tiny bit but not really um it mm-hmm. talks it mentions attachment very briefly it mentions aces adverse childhood experiences very briefly um and it it kind of says this is important um but it doesn't make yeah. any commitments to what what they're going to do and how they're going to involve that it doesn't talk about how families are going to be worked with it doesn't talk about early years professionals really at all um it 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 the only thing it does say is that as part of the commitment to improving the mental health of looked after children um 
they're going to commission further research into interventions that support parents and carers to build and or improve the quality of attachment relationships with their babies, which a lot of people listening to this might be thinking, oh, you're kidding me, not more research. You know, mm. and that really came through at the 1001 Critical Days um, APPG is that the professionals yeah. were saying, we've got the research, we know, yeah. we've yeah, got yeah. this already. Um it's really well established. We know what works, you know, and actually the rapid review of the Healthy Child Programme, which was produced in 2015, gives a yes. really good summary of the evidence base yep, in terms yep. of what works for for building attachment. They talk about um, video interaction guidance. They talk about groups. They talk about parenting sessions, home visiting. It's yes. really comprehensive evidence review. And what yeah. we're not needing here is more more evidence. What we are needing is more yeah. funding to be able to deliver the interventions that actually work. Um, so I think, you know, if anyone's listening to this wanting to write a letter of support, you know, um, support for early years and, and infant mental health and, and getting that explicitly yeah. included in a much more serious way I would yeah. make that a really key part of your letter is actually we don't need more evidence in this area yeah. what we need is action now um, it, not more talking that, about it yeah it's that barking the mad thing isn't it where they the government love a good bit of research and evidence even yeah. though there have been members of the government then saying about experts shouldn't be listened to uh <laughs> mr gove i'm thinking of you uh, <laughs> well never thought i'd have to say that um but it is that thing where they don't seem to quite get that after the research has to come application yes, of the yeah. research yeah the evidence-based practice uh they seem to be faltering on that a bit i think yeah. it's because they then realize that, uh, I think many. I think researchers are far cheaper than uh, than actually interventions. Uh, yeah. Interventions. I mean, which is I, I haven't. You know, I'm a big fan of research, as you know, as you, yes. as you are as well. Yeah, Health definitely. Visitors generally are, and I wouldn't say we need to stop researching infant mental health. That's not what I'm saying no. at all. What I'm saying is, I think we've got plenty in order to make a start. Like, yeah. sure, go carry on doing research at the same time. But we've got enough information about what works and what doesn't work to start doing yeah. something positive now. Um, you exactly. know, we could get started um, in the meantime. So I think that's really yeah. the issue. I mean, and I mean I'm... sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, I'm just looking through because we have this document um, from 1001 Critical Days, which really beautifully breaks down point by point the green paper point, the infant mental health assertion and yeah. I mean I wonder if I think we should double check and maybe share this with um with the readers in the blurb because it just is so good and if you're like anything like me where you think oh crap I don't know if I could write something that actually really succinctly put it down I'm a real blabber when it comes to writing and yeah. talking as well <laughs> no, you're um, but this this might really be helpful and I wonder if we share this as well maybe even on Twitter yes, um, as soon as yeah um just to make sure that you get those points out there because there is a deadline isn't there as to when we yes. need to get these responses in yeah yeah there is um and this is the deadline is the 2nd of March at noon yeah. Yeah. So um, anyone who's listening who wants to prepare a, a response and write something in, even if it's a very short letter, a paragraph, you know, really what we're looking for here is volume because yeah. we can make a really big difference. Genuinely, we can. Even if just 10 people who listen to the podcast wrote in, 
you know, that would make a really big difference because they don't yeah. have huge numbers of individual con- consultation responses um, generally. And although yeah. I think this and is also quite even... a sensitive subject and they are getting quite a lot, if, if yeah. they have a 100 responses which all say you need to consider infants, you haven't thought about early intervention, then that yeah. would make a difference. So really I'm, I'm you know asking our listeners and health visitors out there spread the word write a consultation message because this is our chance and part of our role is influencing policy you know that's part of the health visitor role and this is really an opportunity to do that so um yeah Yeah. second of march at noon and if it actually says on here please share this document with as many people as you know yeah it does so you do i even wonder i mean i don't know if individual letters would need to be sent in or maybe if within your team if a couple of you got together to write yeah. the letter yeah and absolutely. then got you know signed from the above or yeah from everyone else yeah um what i do notice that they do say is to write a letter they say to write a letter to send a copy to jeremy hunt damien hines who's secretary of state for education to cc in theresa may um, by sending her a copy of the letter at 10 Downing Street. Um, also to um, CC in um, Tim Loughton, who's yeah. very involved, in, who's MP, who's very involved in it. And yeah. you can also, and then to also CC, or to do that, send it by email as well. Yes, it yeah. seems to me that by writing a letter, so they actually have that physical volume. Yeah. It's much easier to, I should think, to ignore a bulging inbox of emails than it is to invo- to ignore a bulging mail sack of actual yeah, letters. Yeah, and I think um, it's trying to hit in in every way we can. So this, the document which gives you all of the addresses and the email addresses and all of the details of exactly who to address it to and how to to do yeah. it will be available. We'll make that available That's, on the blurb for this um, podcast. I was going to say we'll make it available on the blurb, and also actually I think we might even. I mean, we're recording this on what is it the 16th 16th, of feb so we will share this on twitter today as well to make sure it really gets out there to you guys yeah um and yeah please do start writing start responding um and see how you know see what can we can do um and i think it's we definitely a topic that we come back to again in the future Yeah, yeah um were there any positives that came out of the the appg because obviously a lot of the thing has been on this but um i'm hoping there were some positive things as well yeah no absolutely i mean the the appg was pretty much we the focus of the appg really was this green paper and as i say there are lots of positive things about the green paper it's not all bad um what is there is good it's just that there's gaping holes in what's there um and one of the things um george hosking was there from the wave trust and he was presenting their the wave trust's response um consultation response to the um green paper um and he actually did a really interesting thing which i have seen other people do before um and i did a little bit of one myself on this on this green paper when i first read it which is a word count Uh Um, and i don't know whether you've come across that technique before but it really gives you a good idea of what the paper actually focuses on so i think when you say word count yeah, so it counts the number of times this word is used in the paper. Oh, yes, so, yes, yes. Yeah. I have to say that's something, uh, yeah, it's a trick. I've noticed um, 
lots of people doing for yeah. um, I think Dave Mundy often does that yes, with yeah, uh, done it papers. As well. He's yeah. very good at doing the whole kind of. Yeah. It's only mentioned this many times. And I think, and if, I, think I did it myself actually with my own trusts, um, my local authority strategy on. Um, oh god what was it strategy on obesity yes, and yeah. childhood obesity and I realized that breastfeeding wasn't mentioned once oh dear well are yeah. we getting some interference at the moment <laughs> so yeah so the word count um what it does is it really highlights where the focus is and I think um in this green paper the focus is very much on schools and colleges which did present a lot of concern at the APPG because obviously yeah. number one schools and colleges are already overstretched and struggling with yes. what they've currently got so overburdening and them with extra jobs is probably not going to be very yeah. welcome to lots especially, of people especially as um i'm well aware from obviously having school age kids myself mm. there is a lot of although it seems to have been kicked into the long grass there's been a lot of talk about restructuring their funding mm. and also, you know, generally we know as working in healthcare, when they're talking about restructuring funding, it also Hi. means they're reducing the budget as well. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And so the word count here for schools, schools is mentioned in the green paper 239 times. Blimey. And college is mentioned 84. Um, Cripes. Teachers mentioned 20 times. Parent is only mentioned 50. <gasps> yeah, the word Blimey. baby is comes up three times, and oh. infant only none, no, not a single mention of infant. Oh, cripes! Not a single okay. mention of the word father. <laughs> One mention of abuse. Two right. mentions of neglect. Two mentions of pregnancy, and three mentions of the word mother. Not oh, once cripes. do they say the word toddler. Um. Uh, health visitor. Do you want to take a guess at how many times health visitor is in there? Oh, um, let's see. I would <laughs> say somewhere between zero and five. Zero. <laughs> Not oh, a one. wonderful. And actually, I wonder as well, in fact, and I'm now going to do this with the, because I've got the paper open. Let me just see if actually, because I was thinking how often is early intervention mentioned as a as a phrase. So early intervention, I've actually got that here. Oh, have you got it there already? Um, well, oh. I've got prevent or prevention is 28 times. Okay, but... I've just put in early intervention and nine. Yeah, so it, interestingly, it it's talks about great, early intervention it? in the executive summary. Um, and it uh -huh. says... We know that half of all mental health conditions are established before the age of 14. And we know yeah. that early intervention can prevent problems escalating and have major societal benefits. So it almost sounds like they're suggesting early intervention is anything prior to age 14. Oh, my word. Which I think reflects a slight that... misunderstanding of the brain development, early... all of the evidence yeah. base that we have, yeah. which is I mean, obviously that obviously... the first two years and antenatal is the most important yeah. time. And I mean, obviously, there is a lot of very interesting evidence coming out about plasticity of the brain Absolutely, in the adolescent yeah. years. But <laughs> yeah. without that, without that sort of, yeah, I can't even put it into words, can yeah. I? Without that real kind of input in those early years, and especially... You know, I mean, the weight of evidence behind the 1001 critical days. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's I mean, astounding that there is a, they've really uh, 
There's a quote from somewhere, that. I think, where they say the evidence is stacked from floor to ceiling on this issue. I mean, really, we don't yeah. need more evidence on this. We know, we, we fundamentally yeah. know now that the early first two years of a child's life are fundamentally yes. important and vital for their later development, for their emotional health and their social development, yeah. um, relationships, well, attachment, all of that stuff is, is very well known about now. Yeah. And well, really, for it what... to be an afterthought and a, just a brief mention in this paper is just not good enough. And I think no. it's you know it's not that the, what the paper says isn't good. There's lots of good things in there. Yeah. But it's the weight of where the emphasis yes. should be because I, again, as we see so often with these things, the emphasis is on crisis care. It's on yeah. late intervention. It's on response rather than yeah. prevention. It's reactive. Um, yeah. Because you're looking at mental health further down the line in children in yeah. adolescence, um, exactly. where actually what you're doing is cleaning up problems that have been laid down in very early stages. And if we can flip that emphasis and put the emphasis where it should be on the yeah. early days, yeah, then we can prevent so many of these problems which are providing such awful, awful times for these children exactly. and families. Um, that's where so... we can make the difference. Yeah, so as we said, and because I think there are a few other, um, you might have seen um, responses from other organisations as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to um, retweet and have in the blurb the um, response from the 1001 Critical Days yeah. um, APPG. Um, as we mentioned, the deadline is by um, is to get responses in by March the second, yeah. by twelve noon. So obviously that means, especially for postal letters and things, you would be wanting to aim to get them there by about the first of March, really. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that just about covers it. But it'll be interesting to uh, to revisit to see what what happens in response to these responses and how this um, develops further. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think we what we're looking for in terms of action um, from this consultation is we want the government to revise the paper to include yeah. children from conception to two years. Yeah, We want them to reflect the three stages of childhood in this paper, so including infancy as well as childhood yes. and adolescence. Yeah. Um, to recognise ACEs and the important role of them and p- really put more emphasis on that and to yes. recognise the existing research that already is there. Um, yeah. So any new research proposals they're making shouldn't be you know they should be building on what's already there rather than doing it all again yeah Um, and really to look at um a specific strategy and investment in early intervention how is that going to be done nationally how is services going to be joined up nationally and locally how are we going to align investment into high quality provision to support the mother infant relationship um consideration of preschool environments as well as schools because we're putting a lot of emphasis on schools here but there's no mention of nurseries or preschools which obviously are vital in this um and maybe having designated senior leads for infant mental health as well as for children's mental health so as well as in a school having a senior lead in a nursery that was responsible for infant mental health Um, yeah and the last thing which i think is really vital is that we're requesting ring fenced cams funding for the naught to two age group to give specialist support within cams for those children and babies 
who are really struggling in the early years so we can get yes. specialist intervention in that critical period where their brains are still so plastic and things are changing yeah. so much um so we can make the biggest difference and i think ring fenced mm. cams funding would really help in a lot of areas yeah um, so they're the recommendations and they're also included in the um document that we're going to send out which is um which you know includes all of the yeah. addresses and the email and all of that. So it's got the addresses, it's got the email addresses, it's got the deadline, which is the second of March at noon. It's got how to do it, what sorts of things to include, and it's also got the proposed actions on there. So it Brilliant. really is very easy for people to just kind of put together something that they can send in. Um, yeah. And I would really encourage people to do that if you possibly can. I know everybody Definitely. is mentally overstretched at the moment. Um, but if you possibly can, it really would be yeah. important to do that. Definitely. Okay. So thank you. So that wraps up this week's podcast. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we don't you... normally give you homework. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just saying, if it's your first time listening, um, yeah, don't worry. We don't normally set homework. Yeah. Uh, we won't be marking it. Um, <laughs> We're usually all about trying to reduce the time effort that it takes you to yeah. read these documents rather than create new jobs for you so sorry about that as said you can follow us on twitter um at i am a hv we also have a facebook page um i am a health visitor and um if you want to get in touch with us you're welcome to via either of those medium or we do also have what almost feels old fashioned these days an email address yeah which is <laughs> i am a health visitor or one word at gmail.com and I look forward to hopefully speaking to you all again soon take care in the meantime bye bye bye